You're listening to the Head Hunting Housewives podcast with Diane O'Brien, episode number 41. Good morning, Head Hunting Housewives. It is your recruiter, Diane O'Brien. Happy Friday and happy Valentine's Day. It is, um, I'm so happy it's the middle of the month of February. And Valentine's Day is just, um, well, it's Friday. So I think regardless, Fridays are fun falls on a holiday, great. Valentine's Day, I know, is some of my, one of my favorite holidays from my, one of my best friends, Amy. Shout out to Amy. It was never really a holiday in my head until I met Amy and she would just decorate like it was Christmas. <laughs> so I am thinking of you, Miss Amy, today. And, um, and no wonder, you have probably one of the biggest hearts out of all my friends. Um, so, But today is free Friday. And I'm allowing myself not to have any agenda for this call. It's going to be free Friday, (laughs) like usual for all of us. And I want to have some free flowing thoughts and allow my mind just to um, speak freely with all of you. Um, Like you were just sitting here in my sunroom and we were having coffee, quietly chatting. I do wish some of you could talk back when I'm doing these uh, podcasts a little bit more, but I am going to have a guest, my first guest next week, my dear friend, Tristan, um, who I worked with when I was in insurance recruiting. He is still within insurance recruiting. This is my friend I mentioned should really be in fashion. So we're going to have to change the subject of fashion at some point for at least a brief few minutes <laughs> from recruiting. But um, but I'm excited to have him on because we were talking um, this past week about some ideas for what to focus on. Because in the past when him and I would talk or we used to play around with doing little video things for the, old, the other company, um, we would focus on hot jobs, right? And um, talk about the, the really good jobs out there in the marketplace, especially here in the Philadelphia area. Um, and I would often, you know, we would focus on women especially too. And we closed some really big deals together um, in our day together, in our time together. So, you know, getting women jobs, six-figure jobs. And anyway, Tristan had the fabulous idea, instead of talking about the boring stuff that sometimes I talk about here for getting into the weeds of attracting clients or attracting candidates and the different cool tools we can use to do so, um, his passion right now is just helping more women go after the high paying jobs. And uh, he is so right. I mean, I thought that was a great idea because it's right in line with this podcast. But as I'm talking to all of you, the whole idea of this, again, is to make sure you guys are um, kind of waking up to all the wonderful jobs out there, high paying jobs, and not just about money anymore, but high flexibility. Those expensive jobs we, re- we um, help those women get this past year, um, many of them, try to think, all of them, I think two of the three of the ones I'm thinking of were, no, all of them were remote. Um, one was fully remote, but the other two were actually partial. No, one was, the second one was all remote as well. She only had to go in the office. Um, she flew in the office like once every few weeks. Um, the other one I'm thinking of was the girl in New York. Now she was in an interesting situation. That was a job where they actually were paying people to work from home because in New York, they're running out of office space. So there's this really cool dynamic flip happening here where we've been trying to get work from home all these years. And now in the cities, ladies, <laughs> they actually will pay you to work from home. So um, I totally forgot about that one. So anyway, so back to Tristan and uh, he's going to be on either next Thursday or Friday. Not going to if we can get our act together um, to set that up. So I'm excited about that. That's the goal. Um, and then I guess my little wish right here of not just talking to myself will come true. I'll bring some guests on in the future when it makes sense. So otherwise, okay, free Friday. Um, 
it's such, I think, a purposeful thing. We spoke yesterday about focusing our mind and wishful thinking a lot this week, putting on our little thinking caps or sorcery hats hats, <laughs> as we become sorcerers and have kind of witchful and wishful thinking of uh, who we're bringing into our lives, whether it's clients or candidates. But also on Friday, why I like free Fridays, and uh, and I have a lot of things that kind of swirl around my Friday, not just free, but it needs to be fun. Sometimes I do focus on fashion because it's the weekend, so I might be getting ready for a fun weekend and a, maybe a night out. I may skip tonight out because everyone will be out <laughs> for Valentine's. Maybe I'll do Valentine's lunch with my husband because um, I don't always like to go out when it's busy. Um, plus, he cooks better here at home, so we'll see what happens. But um, but the importance of this free thought, and obviously, I feel like I probably have ADD. I joke about that a lot through my life because my mind if let if I let it randomly flow, it can go in so many different creative directions. I used to think it a bad thing, but in business, it's been really good. I think the hard part for me is to harness my brain. If I have a good idea, capture it, and all the other ideas that maybe aren't good ideas, let them go. And so I apologize for some of you that are on this podcast with me that follow my stream of thought because <laughs> you probably wait for me to get to the good nuggets, you know, of gold. Hopefully there's some good nuggets of gold in my thinking that can help you by whatever I'm doing and habits I'm doing to help to help you benefit as you're growing your business or your mind and wherever you're wanting to go here in 2020. But I do, um, I, I apologize in advance for when you have to go through my mind just thinking and babbling through thoughts. It's like the chaos to get to the clarity, right? It really is. However, I do find such beauty in that chaos because that's where out of that chaotic thought, that's the creative ether, that's like the paints before the artist puts it on the paintboard, right? Or on the canvas. And, um, and there's something cool about going there with other people or sharing the messy thoughts because that's where the clarity comes from. And there's something really cool when I feel like you're creating with somebody else out of all those colors you have to paint with instead of me just throwing up a canvas and up, here's my, here's my pretty picture. Who wants to buy it? <laughs> right. Whether it's a candidate or if I'm selling ideas or whether anything, right. You're focusing on, it's so much more fun to be throwing up the paints and the canvas together. And it's not really about who wants, who wants to buy it, but like, you know, here it is. I'm offering it to whoever wants it. Um, might be for free. You might make an offer. It's worth a lot more than I think it is, right? There's these different things that happen. And, um, and as I'm talking out loud, you know, one of my most recent clients, I'm bringing it back to kind of my artful thinking and offers because Fridays are great for offers too, right? To make money when, when it be, we're launching on Monday. So offers are great for Friday offers. Um, one thing I've done that might be a little um, idea of inspiration for all of you. I noticed my daughters picked up on this from me when they started their little pet sitting businesses or just babysitting our neighborhood. You know, I used to always have a very clear offer, right? So in recruiting, my offer might have been maybe in the beginning, you know, a flat fee of this is what I'm charging for hiring. And then it got in later to percentages. It could have been a low percentage, like I can't remember if I probably did go as low as 10 or 15 back in the day, but it quickly went up to 20, 25%, 30% was my offering, right? And then, um, you know, it got into other higher flat fees. I still do those now. Let's say for COOs, I'll say, okay, you want to hire a COO, it's 60K. Okay, you want to hire, it might be 90K if you don't have a lot of your hiring process together and you need help with infrastructure. So I'd be offering flat fees, percentages. But then, you know, more recently this year, the, a client that I have retained right now actually asked me what my offering was or how I set up, 
you know, my finances and fees. And I really just said, you know, through the years I've had offers and contracts and I have obviously that I can send over, but really, what is it you're needing? What's your budget? Um, I want to work with you, but more importantly, I'm going to see kind of who you are. I want to meet you and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and it was odd because usually I don't, don't even offer to meet nowadays unless it's a zoom, but they were my backyard. So I definitely, um, you know, did that. And point being is by not really having anything to offer, I really wanted to gain from them what they were looking for. And of course their, their number was lower than mine. To be honest, it was half what my number would have been, (laughs) but what we did, we just got to meet and kept, kept talking. I really liked them. And so we just tweaked the other parameters, you know, cause you know, to match it better as a better fit. So when you're thinking of offers, and I guess this is where this call is going a little bit here today for the Fridays, um, you know, there's like kind of a triangle, um, if you think of different areas you're looking at, right? You're thinking about quantity and quality because, you know, if you have a very low number and you're not throwing a lot of time at something, the quantity might be low because sometimes you just throw whatever you have at it, right? So if you have a candidate come along or client and they only have like a couple grand to spend and they really want your help, you might throw them a candidate you happen to have on your desk, but you're not putting a lot of time in it to it because it might have only been a couple grand, right? Versus let's say you have a client comes along and they have 20 grand to spend for a, a placement. That one, all of a sudden, probably your time's going to really increase because the money is really good. And so you're going to put more time into it and therefore they're going to get a higher quality person because usually whatever you put more time into and focusing, you generate a better quality typically, right? Now, I've also, I feel like I used to believe in that and I've kind of blown that out of the water more recently. Um, when you put in the little kind of um, witchy woo-woo uh, in the ether, let, let other powers help you, then you just have a lot more time um, and you can find higher quality candidates, um, but you're also getting the higher money. So there's a really cool thing that happens at all pinpoints. So it does kind of follow that model, I suppose, but there's something else that goes on there where just your time, you're actually gaining time. It's something very odd um, that I'll talk about that later because I haven't yet made sense of it myself yet, but I'm just talking out loud here, right, y'all? <laughs> but what I have made sense of where, where I do have experience, so I can take it back to some tactical fun facts for you to use in your business, is that if you think of that triangle in your head again, where I'm not sure if what, what triangle is on the top, probably time, because there's nothing more important than our time. Um, and that's way more important than our money because you can't buy more time. And if you, you know, God forbid, if there's a sickness or something was stealing time from you, um, that's all you'd want is more time. You're not, you wouldn't be asking for more money. So the more ways we find to give ourselves more time, right, to do the things that we love. And if that's fun stuff like business, you're in a really sweet spot. Like there's nothing else I'd rather be doing on a cold Friday in February other than being somewhere warm. But there's a time and place for that. I'm going to do that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so, but right now you can't just be at a forever beach. I mean, I've tried that as well. And that even gets boring in the summers. I've spent a whole summers at the beach and you get bored. Trust me. Well, I shouldn't say it. Who knows? People are different. My sister, my one sister could live there all day. My other sister would have gotten bored too quick. <laughs> so it's what you want. But for me, there's a balance and harmony. There's for time at the beach and time for work and time for fun and time for play. And if you can mix all those together in that canvas of yours with all those beautiful colors and just make it beautiful every day with a nice combination, that's a great balance, right? And I feel like I found that sweet spot um, in my days. Um, so I'm talking off track here. But to get back to that triangle of what is that, how do you find that sweet spot? How do you find that balance, right? I'm thinking of a triangle in my head. Time is at the top of that triangle. And on the left is quality. 
And it might be the quality of candidates I just talked about. But if I take it off work just for my life, that's my quality of life, right? So I want, as I'm finding my candidates and as I'm running my business, I want a really good quality of life. I want to be doing that from beautiful places. You know, if I can work from the beach, that's beautiful. And I can work from outside. Um, I hope in a couple of weeks to be working from a cruise ship. I've never really worked in that manner while I'm cruising, but I'm, I'm kind of um, chaperone mom <laughs> to some spring breakers, my daughter included, but, um, but I'm going to have fun too, but I'm going to make this a little bit more of a working cruise than I would if my husband was on it. Um, so I'm going to really test that theory. I'll let you know how that goes. Hopefully I'll be able to uh, talk to you from the cruise. Um, but, you know, on the other end of that triangle, if we have time at the top and quality on the other side and the quality goes with quantity, um, and actually I had quantity, I guess, in the right triangle, but I feel like there's something missing there. So there's time and the, oh, money, right? So you have time at the top and you have your quality and quantity on the left and to the right, um, is money. And so why is it money? Cause I always think money that's very tangible and it's our currency for how we trade goods and services, how you put out value and what comes back to you. And I like the word currency better than money because, you know, money is kind of paper, but back in the day, like my grandpa would always say, it's just paper I am. I never got that until I was older, but it is just paper. And it's not, it's really the value that we put on it because it is the currency. I feel like and I like the word currency because there is a flow to money. There's a vibration to it that almost seems to go in line. I feel like sometimes with how I'm feeling. I mean, why is it when I'm feeling great and confident, I attract so much more money than times in my life where I don't. And sometimes I start off feeling really good and confident, but then the business side and the work and the and the qual- the quantity of what I'm doing gets heavy on my shoulders. And if the quality is not there matching or it's out of the quantity and quality is out of balance, all of a sudden I feel like my quality of life then suffers and then my confidence slacks because it just all is a balance, right? Where I keep that flowing. And then my time suffers and I don't make as much money at all. That little nice solid triangle that is very stable falls apart, right? So I think I have to always keep a focus at the top of that triangle with an eye to that as being my time being so precious. And, you know, I want to spend that time outside in the light, in the sun. (laughs) The more I do that, I can do higher quality work, give higher quality candidates to my clients. Um, and then I can have this currency, this flow that's flowing in me, through me, out of me, that's just producing money for myself, but it also flows out really in a good way. I'm not like hoarding the money. There also have been times in my life where I have done that. And at times maybe that was necessary to have a, a certain amount of security. But as I kind of climbed, you know, this entrepreneurial mountain and find out what works for me, and there's a balance within my marriage too, because my husband thinks about money very, very differently than me. But within my business, you know, I have the freedom to flow that money however I want. And I find as a woman, especially, and this was true when I was young, that first good money I started making, did I put it in the bank and save it? Well, yeah, part of it. I wasn't investing. But the greater part of that, I was flowing back out into me and probably what I wanted to wear and make sure my hair looked good, but also into other women. I mean, I, I hired my first cleaning lady when, you know, I was what, 22, 23, never looked back. And that was a perfect flow of my money because she helped me keep my home beautiful. And back then it wasn't a home. It was just a, a little loft apartment, you know, in Baltimore that was gorgeous. But, um, you know, it's like that kind of thing. And then later it was a little, a little um, townhouse, but you know, it was like flowing that money into things that gave me more time. And because I didn't like cleaning the place, 
I could give it to someone that loved doing it, that she could make money then also from the money I was making. And it was a beautiful, harmonious relationship with me and my money and my business. And by helping others, not just within my business, but out in my life. So that money was helping me in different ways. And, you know, I think about that now, just even when my business, there have been times when the kids were young, my my business almost came to a halt purposefully sometimes, you know, especially summers or even it would go into fall when the kids were going busy in different directions. I really took a thoughtful step back from the business where there was maybe nothing coming in at times. Um, but I still didn't let that flow in my personal life, whatever money we had still coming through to flow out to the women in my life I was helping, um, whether that was more around the house or, um, just even helping learn recruiting where it wasn't about any kind of monetization to that at that at that stage of the game. It was just a free flow um, that maybe might come back later more now in bigger ways. Um, so just have that flow. So even though it's a triangle, which with the triangle has such sharp corners, it's a very it reminds me of a very masculine. Um, you know, it is symmetrical, but it's like a masculine image in my head. Where right now as I'm thinking about it, as a woman, we're so much for more free flowing. And it's funny, I was playing with um, some ad uh, campaigns and I had a lot of triangles. And I kept changing the triangles to circles. <laughs> so as I'm thinking about this triangle and this flow, it's really a circle. I picture it going uh, clockwise with the arrows going in a clockwise formation, right? Um, and as I'm thinking about that, because I'm thinking about my grandma, she would always kind of go, if my stomach hurts, she would my stomach, but always <laughs> it, just, it had to go clockwise. She always said go clockwise. So counterclockwise just seems weird. I don't want to picture my grandma right now, but you're in this weird free thought, free fall thought with me right now. <laughs> so I'm sorry, <laughs> but go clockwise. So as you're thinking about your time and going to your um, currency of how you're flowing and the money's going to be brought in there and it's going to go to your quality and the quantity of what you're doing and then back up to your time, it's going to be a simple triangle, those three points, right? And it's going to free flow. <clears throat> so there'll be some hard edges and stops to that free flow. Like there will be that triangle and those angles. And um, that's more of the mathematical people. And it's a masculine thought, I feel like more, because you do need to stop at each endeavor to give it the energy and focus it needs, the time, the quality, um, and the currency of how you're flowing with the money. But as it gets smoother, you know, smoothered out, that's not a word, as you smooth that out, and maybe on this Friday, I mean, I'm going to be invoicing on this Friday afternoon, um, so there will be that kind of currency flow, but it's going to be really natural, and a nice, like, it's a circular free flow of all that flowing at once. I'm not just stopping on my Friday to have free thought. I'm not just stopping on my Friday to invoice financials. These are all points and lines I did draw in the sand through the years where I knew my Friday would be around that. Um, like I know money will be around then launching and then it has this flow that I kind of always maintain. I do add and grow and that evolves, as you know. Um, some of you with me right now in my um, groups, my private groups are already feeling that flow and we're texting now a little bit and it's becoming more natural. It's, I started very structured and set times like a free Friday noon Zoom and it became some Tuesday noon Zooms and Thursday noon Zooms. But now that I'm getting into a flow with how this is all crystallizing for the 2Q big big launch. By that point, we'll have this all down, but then it will be a kind of official. Uh, it's going to flow really nicely. And, um, and anyway, so I hope that's helpful. Um, as I bring this back to more tangible sides of things, I'm thinking of free-flowing uh, with clients. You know, Keep in mind, today's also the touch point with some hiring managers you're going to do is what I do in my morning. So after this call will be a quick little emails, um, touching points. And this has been a really good week 
I got another hire with one of my clients that rounded out um, the finishing phase of a phase one that we agreed to. So it went right according to plan. So I love that. And we're launching all kind of new uh, jobs for them. Um, but I think my points I want to make on the client was that even getting a head start, I mentioned just now getting a head start on my 2Q plan with all of you housewives and headhunters and how I'm going to be teaching students and more students. And, um, and I'm going to be choosing kind of 10 of you to really go deep. I've been thinking a lot about that and, and maybe focusing around money and trying to help get you to hundred K really fast for the 10 I choose to be in that group. Um, whether you're at zero or 50, usually I do zero to 50 and 50 to hundred, but I'm thinking I have some of you I'd like that are at zero that I can get you to hundred fast, but the ones that are at 50, I know can make happen. So we're going to do that too, cue together. But as I'm thinking free flow, I want to keep in mind that the reason my plans work, um, and the reason your plans will work as you create them is because there is always that head start that I do to anything that I endeavor. And it's almost like a test marketing, right? So I'm going to give a little secret here. Uh, that I do with my clients now that I'm at 20 minutes and I'll finish this Friday up so you can go have some fun this Friday. Um, but I think a trick or a secret that I can give away here is that whenever a client comes to me, okay, um, right away, I start getting a feel for that client before they sign the contract. I might have my first intro talk with them and I might send over the terms and send over them some templates to help get them going and have their free thought flowing with me too when it comes to the job or job description, um, but right away, you know, I am starting to get my feet, the feel for that client, all that off the line stuff, like off the resume I talk about. I'm looking at their website if they have one. Same with you, can't you, uh, headhunting housewives out there. When you reach out to me, I'm checking you out. And you might have an online presence. If you do, I am. If you're on LinkedIn, if you have an email that shows a company, I'm getting a feel for you because I'm going to know which 10 of you are going to be my people to queue. I already have my a few of you for uh, my Fab Five as I practice my test marketers. And you guys will uh, go forward with me in 2Q. I'm going to keep you with me. But it's going to grow. But I'm, I'm doing this head start, right? So I should call this like a head starting program. And on the client side, what I mean by that, or what, you know, by checking you out first, is that I get a feel for the website, right? I get a feel for the culture. Um, Online, start looking up articles. You know, when I work with a CEO, I start looking, I can pull their name in and Google them, right? And Google up articles on them and what's important to them. If you look up me, I haven't Googled myself forever. I probably advise not to Google your own name because you don't know what's going to go up. But if you pull up Diane O'Brien Recruiter, I don't even know what comes up anymore, but um, hopefully you'll find recruiting stuff. You'll have, to, you'll have to go through other Dino Bryans out there in the universe. But if you find the one with recruiting and in Philadelphia, you'll find my company name, SalesSource. I've had SalesSource, um, you know, since uh, the beginning, 2003, I guess, when I launched recruiting. I had another name at first. I think it was Top Sales Reps, but then it went to SalesSource pretty quickly. And I've kept that always for my working name. But then, of course, as you know, I, I work with other clients that I work my company through, Kaplan now, and um, different uh, Search Tower with the finance side. So I have different clients I work through, and, and I've taken on different names that suit different industries as I'm working them. But as far as Diane O'Brien, if you looked up, you'll get a feel from me. And you probably prop up my an old Twitter page I don't use much. I don't really use Insta. I know it's crazy. I need to get on Insta. Facebook, you'll find me maybe through my Headhunting Housewives group. But um, just my personal page. I'm here in Philadelphia, so you'll probably find Diane O'Brien. And I'm trying to think what else you would find of me. But you'll get a feel for who I am, right? And so, and I know my clients do this to me too because they've mentioned things like, oh, I liked your background or I saw you wrote a book about headhunting. I read the book. That's so cool. You know, or I had a client um, find my Twitter and then I was giving a lot of charity to things I believe in. And 
Um, this was like actually a marketing guy and he said he just thought that was so cool. He wanted to work with me, you know, so things like this, you'll find people find you. And so that's why it's important to put who you are in the universe. And I'm very private, believe it or not. My friends will tell you, I've had to put myself out there for business and my daughters make me sometimes put myself out there for like a Facebook post or just to put things out. I, they guilt me into it, to be honest, because all of the moms are posting all the time and I'm not like that. It took me 15 years to even post a job. I just like to quietly in a self-like version hunt behind the scenes. <laughs> um, so um, that's new for me, but it, there is an importance to that, to kind of attracting what you want. So I'm doing it. So you all should do that more too. And I'll help you. Um, but the point being, cause I'm getting, I'm running out of time here is that you want to, as you, you know, are putting yourself out there, you're going to get a feel for your clients when you're investigating them as well. And that's how, you know, the good ones are going to be. That's how, you know, your good mentors are going to be one of a game changer in my life right now is a mentor and it's a man. It's not she, it's a he, but he's been a game changer for how my thought, how I think. And a lot of great men have been that way. I've had a lot of great CEOs that really have helped me elevate my thought. And so those thoughts and these ideas are where the power are, power is because then you can take it and make it your own. You can take these ideas and thoughts and run with it in whatever manner matters to you. You may never have a recruiting business. You may never even talk to me lifetime, but all this may help you. And then this podcast has served its purpose, right? And it's free. It's free thought. It's a free exchange of ideas. It might seem like one way, but I get a lot more back from you than you realize. So thank you again. Grateful Friday, right? Thankful Friday. So I'm going to leave it on that. I don't know what I just talked about, but I hope on this free Friday, you have some good ideas. I feel like I want to go out to my little greenhouse and paint now. I'm inspired. I don't even know why, but I want to get some paints on a canvas and paint. Um, so have a really fun Friday, everybody. And um, I hope you just have a great Friday. Fabulous, fabulous Friday. Have some fun. Put on some fun fashion. Go get your hair done. Do your nails. Go out and have fun tonight. Um, and happy Valentine's Day. Have so much fun. So sending love to all of you listening and um, enjoying connecting to you more and more. So um, have a good one. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It is completely free to join and we offer lots of great advice, support, and even a little inspiration. So please come join us at headhuntinghousewives.com. That is housewives with a V.com. And yes, this still is for you men as well. Hope to see y'all there.